What's up, girl? So today, the title of my message is Absent Daddy Trauma. I'm talking about my life, how how I was affected as a child and as a youth without having a dad. And I want to talk about this because it's becoming a trauma that is being pushed aside like it's not a big deal because a lot of people do not have a daddy in their life right now and it's kind of like becoming this natural this fad like it just is what it is but honestly it's one of the trauma traumas that that is very detrimental to to young to young women and men because it's the root of our lives. It starts from the beginning and it alters us from the beginning. And then as we get older, we gotta, if we recognize, then we gotta start doing some rut work to forgive and move past it. And it's tough when you're trying to do that as an adult and and like live your life, pay your bills, go to work, and then try to work out all this resentment and unforgiveness that you have in your life that's causing that's causing you hindrance presently in your life and see I was going to title this message daddy issues but I also didn't want to do that because that phrase daddy issues can be used as a a phrase like something to attack somebody by like we use that oh you got daddy issues we use that as as a, a form of aggression a violent verbal aggression against somebody like like we're hurting trying to hurt their feelings but that's nothing to glorify because it's detrimental because it's detrimental it leaves our our men without leaders it leaves our women without um covering and that's not okay and so tonight i want to speak to the girl who was absent of father of a father and I'm not going to talk about what the parents should have done and should should not have done. I'm going to talk to you so that you can overcome and begin to recover from it. And the only reason I can talk about this is because I was absent of a father. My father was not in my life. And so that caused a lot of trauma in me. It pushed me into a lot of worldly things and I was serving the wrong king okay unknowingly and so we're going to address it tonight and I pray that that it encourages you to dig a little deeper in yourself so you can start addressing that unforgiveness and if you have already conquered if you have already understood this part in your life then I need you to share this message so that you can help somebody else okay so let's start at the beginning of my story i was born into a minefield and i say that because when i was born my mama and daddy were back and forth drama fighting my mom fighting my stepmom my mom my stepmom and my dad were on and off in relationship just mess from as long as I can remember, I can remember telling my mom telling me that my daddy did not want me. He didn't claim me when I was his child. That he he don't do what he say he was going to do. He not no good. He's a liar. All of that. And because he wasn't there, I didn't know nothing else. I didn't see nothing else. And all I saw was his, his, his um, absence. And so I believed it. And that built up resentment towards him. 
let alone social media or 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 entertainment was already glorifying oh um what they call it half half beat dads or deadbeat dads or whatever um my daddy ain't s-h-i-t yeah it was already being glorified so that just put the icing on the cake for me i just ran with it that resentment i just ran with it that anger i just ran with it that frustration i just ran with it because i felt rejected by somebody that helped create me that somebody's supposed to be there to pour into me to love me you see the per the the man your father should be the one who teaches you girl me girl how a man should and should not treat us and what we should and should not be doing for a man he's also the covering you get that he's also the covering and so when you're absent from that you're absent from your covering you're absent from the knowledge of what to expect from a man so you go out into the world and you accept anything you accept anything because you don't know what to accept but i'm off on a tangent let me just talk about my childhood period and so i, I believed all that stuff that my mother told me and so growing up i had nobody pouring into me i didn't have my dad teaching me this and that i didn't have my mom pouring into pouring into me and and teaching me to be this this type of woman I didn't. My influences were the world. I had social media. I had friends. I had magazines. I had music videos, movies, so on and so forth. But a physical person teaching me right from wrong? No. Of course, I got talked to and I got in trouble, but I call that reactive. So because I didn't have anybody breaking, breaking up the ground in me, um, telling me I was led and I started to do as my influences were. I wanted to be the cheetah girls. I wanted to be like Ashanti and Sierra, um, love the way you wind it. Okay. I wanted to be all of that. And so I started mixing these characters and trying to find myself where I fit in at, where I belonged. And so that's where the sex came in. The being fast. That's where that came in for me. Um, that's where the wearing the tight clothes and um, tight revealing clothes so I can be seen came in. Glorified on TV. That's where the anger and the bitterness, the want to cuss everybody out and call them this, 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 and that name and hurt your feelings. That's where that came in. The drugs came in so that I could feel something. The alcohol came in so I could get loose a little bit and feel something. You hear me? Because I was trying to fill in a void. I was trying to fill something that I should have been getting in at home. And let me tell you something, sister. You are, listen, it's okay if you are upset because you didn't get it. You have a right to be mad. But you also need to talk about it and break it down. So that you can move forward from it. So that you can forgive and move forward from it. But yeah, let's talk about it. That's where all those things came in. And at a young age, I'm living for the world and don't even know what I'm doing. Don't even know what I'm doing. So I'm thankful that the Lord had used and called my grandmother because she was dipping seeds in my soil. She used to have us in Bible study, vacation Bible study, um, learning scriptures, singing in front of the church, in the choir, 
every time we would go visit her for summers that was short-lived but she planted those seeds in me they hadn't taken root yet but she had planted those seeds in me from a young age and so as i'm getting into these relationships with these men i find myself entangled what jada say entangled with many men in college i started intertwining women in in my mix of sexual relationships before i even got to college i I called it sti because i was so entangled in these men didn't even know it until it was time for me to get my physical to go to college yes yes i'm being very transparent i was in it i was in it when i was in college every day but when i got off from class or got off at work I had a bottle of Sky Vodka taking shots straight. Not even taking shots. I would pour it into a cocktail glass like I'm somebody and sip on straight vodka in the afternoon and have a blunt chilling in in my own world so I can feel something. I found myself in a constant hurricane of drugs, sex, um, alcohol, um, men, women, drama, anxiety, depression, in a hurricane, just going and going and going, trying to feel something, sis. I'm trying to feel something. I'm trying to feel where I where I belong. I'm trying to figure out where I belong. I'm trying to find my sense of being in the world, and it wasn't working. It wasn't working until I got tired of myself. I got tired of me. I got tired of going through the same thing over and over and over and over again. And so once I got tired of myself, I had I realized that I got to do something different. Clearly in the quandra, this isn't working. So now you have to do something else, right? So here's the shift. I began to take myself out of those things. Slowly but surely, stop dealing with many men slowly but surely stop smoking slowly but surely stop drinking find myself in church and i'm hearing the word of god understanding the word of god and then i begin applying the word of god to my life find myself in the bible in the book of hebrews this is what happened this is where where my life really changed my life really changed after studying hebrews Because in Hebrews, you learn that your life is not about you. And when I grasped that my life is not about me, glory be unto God. When I grasped that, I was able to change my perception of the drama that my parents had on that caused me trauma. I was able to see that my mother came from a dysfunctional dysfunctional parents. And because of their dysfunction, that's poured onto her kids how she raised us the anger the frustration aggression violence all that that that's how that came came into play that's and they were very her her parents were unaffectionate and so that's why we didn't get any affection she didn't know how to give that she don't know how to give that my dad very very absent but i learned that because of the drama in their relationship, he decided it was best to just wash his hands with it 
and let it do what it do because the drama that was going on was too much. Are you hearing me? It wasn't until I realized that my life was not about me until I was able to look at those situations, look at that drama and understand why that caused, what caused them, their drama to bring trauma onto me. So when I understood that, I was able to forgive them and then start working on the quandra. Start working on my character and start walking into the shoes of the woman that God is molding me to be. It took a lot of obedience. It took a lot of um, loneliness. Uh, Being alone. I'm not even going to say loneliness. Just took a lot of being alone. Because I was alone physically, but never lonely, if you catch what I'm saying. It took a lot of nights crying, frustrated. Why is this? Why is that? Why am I? Why me? Why am I the one? But with all that comes the glory. With all that comes the victory. With all that comes the healing. Sis, I'm trying to help you tonight. Because I didn't have nobody to say this to me. I didn't have nobody to share this with me. I'm trying to help you tonight. It wasn't until I realized that my life was not about me that I was able to forgive them for causing me that trauma, for push, me being pushed out until into the world instead of them cultivating and tilling into me and loving on me as, as, as they should have. Have I forgiven them? Absolutely. Do I hold anything against them? Absolutely not. Because understand, the Lord will use anything for his glory. And so my testimony don't do nothing but bring glory to God because look at me now. Look at who I am now. So don't ever sit and say it's impossible. I will never be that. I will never, um, whatever your goals are. I said, I will never, I used to say, I don't, why would I have a business? I will never have a business. Why would I be on YouTube? Why would I have a podcast? I will never be. I will never stop busting it down for the devil in the club. This is me. This is all I can do. This is the best thing I can do. This is what I'm good at. But the Lord said, I have another story for you. I have another destiny for you. I have something. I have better for you, daughter. If you just surrender to me. If you just surrender to me, I have more for you. I'll do all those things for you. If you just give me your burden, glory, I'm telling you today, sis, it wasn't until I realized my life wasn't about me was I able to forgive and move forward from the trauma. So me having an absent father does not hold me bound. It does not define me. It's a part of my testimony. And I'm better for it. Yes, it hurts. But I'm better for it. Yes, going through the changes of surrendering to God hurt, but I'm better for it. You're better for it. So I share my testimony in, today in, in hopes and in prayer that you receive it well. And that you also catch revelation that your life is not about you. And that you start doing the work in you and figure out. What's causing you trauma, whether it's absent father, whether it's sexual abuse, whether it's you're um, 
alcohol alcoholic or or heavily addicted to drugs what you got to figure that figure that out and and get rid of the mindset that you got to do it alone because when you surrender to God he is always with you no matter what walk in it do it you are not alone glory be unto God that's it, sis. I pray that God this message encouraged you, okay? If you want to stay connected with me, please make sure you subscribe. Hit the bell so you can be notified when there's a new episode. Also, go to my website, charliebynaq.com, and click ministry. Hit receive and sign up to receive weekly encouraging emails from me. Also, follow me on social media at Naquandra. N-A-Q-U-A-N-D-R-A-A underscore. Follow me. Stay connected. I love you so much. Glory be unto God. And you have a great day.